Hello, welcome to another episode of The Daily. This is Janice with you on this podcast. It is Friday. Is it thank God it's Friday or good God it's Friday? That is the question. Whichever it is for you, I hope you have a meaningful weekend. That you have a time of respite, some quality moments and time you can reflect, draw near to God, laugh, have a good meal. Have a good, good meal. Really good one. Last week while purging some photos that I had on my phone, I came across photos I took during my last climb up Mount Kinabalu. And that was in January 2018, when the entire staff team of the church that I was a part of at that time decided to take on the challenge of climbing as a team. Some of us, you gotta understand, some of us were much older. So that presented multiple physical challenges. And you know, some of them have like old sports injuries uh, that's long standing. Plus, many of us were not exercising regularly, at that time at least. Now I think some of them are exercising regularly, which is great. The general response we got when we announced it to the church. Hey, so we, the staff team, we've decided we'd like to challenge ourselves to climb Mount K. The general response was not, wow, that's great. It was, what? Are you sure about this? Got insurance? But we were determined to help each other make it and, and make it like as a team. So for months on end, we trained together. We hiked, we jogged and we ached together, which made it more fun. The photos made me reminisce and reminded me of how I came to first experience these climbs as a sort of pilgrimage, an experience that held great spiritual significance for me personally. On my first ever climb, I journeyed most of the way alone and in silence. It just happened that way. While the others were chatting, laughing with each other, especially those who had better stamina, I was taking each step at a steady pace, although slower, but unhurriedly and in silence because I was alone. After some time, I got tired and weariness was, was setting in. My steps felt heavier and heavier and my thoughts started going from, ooh, look at that nice fern, to... Oh God, how many more steps are there? And it it might sound funny, but this really happened. I started reciting verses that I could barely remember somehow from since Sunday school days growing up. I became so breathless from the increasing higher altitude and my heavy load from my backpack that I ended up taking every laborious step breathing out one word at a time of scripture like I can do all things you know every step of the way one word at a time just like that so slowly and that was how I made it to the rest house before the next leg of the journey the next day I know I know that verse is not about conquering actual physical mountains, but that's not the point. The point is that I experienced God's word in such a real way 
it was like him sustaining me with his word every step of the way when the going got tough. For that reason, for over a decade, I think, I would climb that same mountain at least once a year because of how significant and meaningful the climb journey became for me. There is a classic by John Bunyan called The Pilgrim's Progress, which is really an allegory of a Christian's pilgrimage through life, which was published in two parts in 1678 and 1684. You would likely have heard of it, or you might even own the book. The allegory is one of a journey, a quest. That life on earth is really one of journeying. It's not static, it's not always predictable, and it cannot be lived meaningfully by following a set of formulas and techniques and having all the right information. And that's really our path. That's everyone's path, right, in life. And more so as followers of the way of Jesus, because we know we are headed for a home that God has prepared for us, that this life is not all there is. In Psalm 84, we see an imagery of the people of God making their way to feasts in Jerusalem. And you'll see in verses 5 and 6, say, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, referring to God, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. Such a descriptive kind of text, isn't it? One interesting thing in verse 5 is what the phrase whose hearts are set on pilgrimage means. Some traveled for the feast, but only half-heartedly, maybe listlessly, like lacking enthusiasm, while some traveled with their whole heart, meaning their hearts were set on the journey. They had set their hearts, their minds on making the trip. Verse 6 goes on to say, As they pass through Baca, they make it a place of springs. Picture a dry, arid place where there is hardly any source of refreshing. The valley of Baca here, Baca, means most likely refers to a kind of tree called weeping tree. And these trees tend to grow in very dry conditions. And so these worshippers making the long journey to their feasts had to endure the desert, yet it became a source of spring water for them. And they found refreshing, which washed away all the discomfort that revived them on undoubtedly unpleasant trips they had to make. And I hope somehow this imagery speaks to you as it does to me. If you are right now feeling like you're making your way, trudging your way through some hard, dry ground, you feel so dry, so weathered, so weary, and in need of sustenance. Like your every step feels so laborious and your burden is like a heavy load on your shoulders. And you're wondering, oh God, how long more? How many more steps do I need to go on for? Recall the time when God has sustained you, when God's word was rhema for you. Right in that tough situation you found yourself. Or when there was that time when you didn't think there was a way, but God made a way in your wilderness. 
Recall the time when despite feeling so discouraged, God ministered to you. Maybe in a way you did not expect, or maybe in the exact way you had hoped. Whichever it is, He ministered to you. He met you at the point of your need. And despite feeling so overwhelmed or shrouded in hopelessness like the Valley of Baca, He healed you, revived you, restored your faith. Recall the time when you felt you let him down or you didn't feel like you could find joy, you wanted to give up and God simply let you know he was hurting together next to you, that he was present with you, that he knew your heart, that he understood and his presence was all the answer you needed even when everything didn't make sense. Psalm 84, verse 5 and 6. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, Lord, whose hearts are set on you. As they passed through the valley of Baca, there was yet a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. These days, I don't do that climb anymore. But I'm re reminded in this reflection to mark my life with pilgrimage with God, whether it's internal or it's a physical pilgrimage, to recall the significance of journeying with Him and letting His Word enable me, embolden me, empower me to go on. Maybe you need to do the same. Do you have a practice, something you embark on every year, like my mountain climb? Or a retreat you need to take, a time out and, or time off to take stock, to decompress? Maybe this is an invitation for you to carve out time to go on such an expedition with him, to examine your spiritual journey, or return to a significant encounter or really work through some issues you know you have in your heart. Take a pilgrimage of sorts and perhaps in that way you may learn to again be a traveler whose strength is found in his Lord, whose heart is set on him, whose refreshing comes from his word. Let's take a couple of minutes to do an exercise. Be comfortable, whether seated or in any posture of worship that you feel drawn to at this moment. Ask Holy Spirit to lead you as you focus on Him. Holy Spirit, here I am. I focus my whole heart towards you, towards your voice. Holy Spirit, I am listening. I want to hear you 
Is there something you're telling me from this reflection? Is there something you're showing me? Is there a word, Lord, that you want me to receive like spring water for my soul, for my journey? What is that word, Lord? And listen to him. Show me, Lord, how am I feeling weary from my travel? How am I not receiving your presence and provision for me? Show me, Lord, and help me to receive them. If I have become hardened or half-hearted, Holy Spirit, refresh me. I want to set my heart on you. Help me, Lord, to find my strength in you. Spirit of God, we come as your worshippers. We want to come in spirit and in truth. We want to come with our whole hearts set on you. We want to say we desire sustenance from you. We want to receive your presence and your provision for us even in the hard and dry land even when the terrain seems tough or too difficult and so today we pray Lord that your word comes afresh that our souls be renewed that we be strengthened again to journey with you and Lord where some of us may need to actually go on a pilgrimage of some sort would you help us to make that space in our hearts and in our schedules so that we can again return and be refreshed to travel on to truly go on until the end and so we thank you for your grace for your strengthening and for all you have in store for us even as we journey on not just by ourselves but with each other too and with you especially.
And we pray all this in your name. Amen. Amen. Hope you were ministered to today. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Daily. We hope you have a great, great weekend and see you again. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace. Thank you.